Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. I'm TJ Majors. This is Brent Griffin. Get ready. Be ready. Be ready. Give me what you got here. New leader. I'll watch out for this guy. White flag. Recognize. Go low. Go low. Clear. Bring home. Three wide. Coming to the line. Door. Clear. Tom on a streak. <laughs> Two, in, Two a in a row. Yeah. That's hey, a big streak. Do you think in your in the intro when you say watch out for this guy? Yeah. Who are you watching out for? Probably uh, Timmy Hill. Timmy <laughs> Hill. I got I got on my Timmy Hill t shirt today. Show it off to the camera. It's, it's I, the uh, first thing that I saw. I, I went and purchased <laughs> After he announced publicly that I have an infatuation with him, I felt this obligatory uh, need to, to, to support to him. Support him. Yeah. And, and I don't know if he gets royalties off this shirt, but if he didn't, I'd I, give him 12 uh, cents. <laughs> I think they get like 12 cents a t-shirt. That's I why don't I, know if he, he's getting royalties off that. You don't think so? I don't think so. He's got so. his name on it. Yeah, Surely he owns his name. I don't know if he owns that. <laughs> I couldn't find a Timmy Hill t-shirt. <laughs> You found one? Josh Williams, a good friend of mine and TJ's, obviously TJ's teammate who spots for Ryan Blaney. His dad, Chris Williams, has been in the souvenir business the whole 20 years that I've been yeah, here. Yeah, I mean. He's like the souvenir legend. Probably so, more than that. So I sent Josh a text. And I'm like, is there any way I can get my hands on a Timmy Hill t-shirt? You know what he sent back? Nope. Probably not. <laughs> I was like. Doesn't exist. Oh, well, damn can. it. So then I go to Timmy Hill's website which is a favorite on my website thing, so it didn't take me long to get there. So I click my favorites, click timmyhill.com or whatever his racing site is. It says souvenirs. I click on that. It says, we don't have any either. (laughs) So then I Google it, and the first thing that came up was this shirt that says, if you can't be yourself, be Timmy Hill. So I'm that guy today. I'm Timmy Hill. Do you know who made that shirt, or is it just... I don't know. My sister ordered it for me. Did you try it on eBay? Did you try eBay? No, I didn't try eBay. I'm not I'm sure. Not, I don't be. shop online, man. I ever. Well, I use Amazon. So I tell, tell my sister, who, by the way, turned 60 yesterday. Happy birthday. I can't believe you're 60. Your late birthday. My God, that's old. Wow. So 60. 60. She, she 60. was the first? See, she was the first. Okay. I was, so. an, I was an old <laughs> baby. It's <laughs> yeah. one of them deals where you look I mean, at each other and go, you're pregnant. You're what? I'm <laughs> pregnant. Yes. Well, yeah. Okay, you're graduating high school and you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, basically close, yeah. right? Close. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know if they went to high school back then. Maybe not. That's true. You know? Yeah, like Rick Corelli. I'm not sure there was any schooling. No, his social security number's three. <laughs> if that, <laughs> it's on a, and no it's hyphens carved in a rock too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Timmy Hill, man, I got my shirt. Uh, I, I was telling I was telling Brett that uh, I pulled up to a gas station um, Sunday morning on the way to the track. 
And I'm leaving, and I see this guy get out of this car and start pumping gas. And I look back, and it's Timmy Hill. <laughs> so I, I, I'm driving by, and I can't not roll the window down and say something. Yeah. So I roll the window, and I'm like, hey. He looks at me, and he goes, uh, I'm like, you're lucky Brett's not here. And then he started laughing. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it was pretty funny. But awesome. uh, anyway, Kansas. Kansas. Cold, it windy was chilly, Kansas. man. That, is it always windy out there? Yeah. Is Remember, it ever not windy? Every time we go there, the drivers are like, there's always a tailwind in the three, and nobody can really – I mean, it affects – that's probably the – that's probably the biggest place, the, the track where I see the wind affect the cars the most, into three. It's always windy. There's a huge flag in the middle, one and two, and that thing is always straight out down the back stretch. Yep. So yep. Um, it's a, the wind's usually an issue there. Uh, pretty um, uneventful weekend, I guess, for me, other than, you know, we got the pole and, and uh, just kind of had a quiet, quiet race, which is kind of what we wanted. Um, yeah, we just wanted a quiet, uneventful. Quiet, uneventful race, and uh, we kind of locked ourselves in before, right around the. I tell you what, I got to do, point. man. I got to fly up on Friday morning, and that makes our job just feel refreshing. You know, went up yeah, Friday went morning <laughs> instead <Thursday>. of uh, <laughs> instead of Thursday. It's been a long time since I've been up on a Cup race on a Friday morning. You know, we used to do it with LA a lot when he had his own plane and was running Cup, but now that he's. Yeah. Uh, He's only in and out, usually in on Friday and out on Saturday. I can't do that anymore. You know, you lost your That'd ride. That'd be nice. You fly with Penske now? Yeah. Most of the time? Yeah, yeah. we go. We went Thursday. A lot, of, a lot of race teams went Friday. Yeah. Um, A lot of them went early Friday morning. But, so I mean, it's did. another night at home. We left 7.30. Uh, yeah. I was, I was happy about it. That's easily. That's hey. nothing. I mean, that's pretty easy to do. Yeah, it's like a normal person. You know? Yeah. Well, it's just nice to have that extra night. You kind of. It kind of makes you feel like you're home for the week. You're home for you get a little time at home. When you're home, like we got home late last night. You get home tennis. Yeah. You, then you get ready. Basically, you watch a little bit of football and you go to bed. Yeah. It's exactly. Get up what early. Monday is kind of like a catch up day. You got to do it. You got to catch up um, everything. And then Tuesday, you got to start thinking about you know getting your laundry started. On Wednesday, you know you're probably leaving the next day. So um, it's kind of rushed a lot of times. But sometimes it's a short week. It is. This weekend's a two-day show for the Cup Cars as well. Yeah, I got to go up Friday morning for a truck. Yeah. I know you do. Yep. Go so on. I got to tell you this. Tom, Tony Raines rode with me when we landed on Friday, and he always rides with Tim Fedewa. So him and Timmy kind of hang out and do their yeah. thing together. Oh, yeah. I think they room together. I don't I don't know what all else they do in there together. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to know what <laughs> else they do in there together. But Tony's Robinson. needy, man. He's like, Brett, is can he? I, Brett, can I have a ride? I'm like, yeah, you can have a ride. That was on text, okay? Get on the plane. Brett, can I have a ride? Hey, Tony, I texted you back on Tuesday and said, yeah. So, yeah, you can still have a ride. Hey, when we get there, you think we stop and get something to eat? I'm like, well, Tony, I already ate breakfast, but sure, man, I'll stop and get you something to eat. Where you want to go? I don't know yet. So, we get there. We land. Hey, Brett, you want to go to that Waffle House? I'm like, sure, Tony. Waffle House sounds great. He gets this bowl of, like, 4,000 calories. It's sausage and bacon and grits. And I didn't eggs. know they made that. I've never seen anything like it. And I was like, okay. Hey, Brett, uh. Hey, man, there's an RC uh, track around here. He races those toy cars. He's oh, like, yeah. there's a remote control track around here. You mind dropping me off my buddy Herm's over there? Herm spots for Ricky. And, man, we're going to run a race tomorrow night. You mind dropping me by there? I'm like, Tony, you are one needy. <laughs> Do you realize that? Yeah. He's needy. He is pretty needy. He's six foot three, 240 pounds and needy. So I tested Texas with him earlier this year, <laughs> and he uh, texted me, hey, uh, have you left for the track yet? Hey, can I ride around with you? Then we got there. Hey, are you hot? Hey, is See? it cold? Is it? <laughs> it's not just me. No. I'll tell you who else is kind of like that is uh, 
is Stevie Reeves. Really? Yeah. Stevie's our, needy? Stevie's a little needy. Yeah. He, he is, he's got his, we get in the van, me, him, and Josh in the morning, and, and our, the car, and, and Stevie's like, hey, we stop at that gas station. Hey, you guys hungry? You want to go here? Hey, you want to go to that subway? You want to go? <laughs> it's one thing after another. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. So here's what I do, Stevie. Get your own car, and you can nah. go wherever you want. <laughs> no, I don't, we don't mind, but it's, it's just funny how some people are set in certain ways. Like, he likes to go and, and get a drink in the morning, and, yeah. and I'm... I don't like to stop. I don't either. Lot. I want to sleep but, as late as I can sleep, get up yeah. as late as I can get up, and go straight to the track. Yeah. So um, here's the thing, though. Joel was riding with me. And Joel, as oh, we he's probably talked about out. on the show, is the most cynical, evil guy. Yeah. And, I bet when Tony got out, I'll bet Joel went <laughs> off. <laughs> he cussed him. He I'll called cussed he went him off. for 25 minutes the whole way to the track. It was awesome. Yeah, I can, I can see that. So that's what a spotter life consists of on a Friday morning, catering to Tony Reigns. Catering the Tony. From 7.30 a.m. until I finally got him to that RC toy track. <laughs> we should have had him. We should We should just We should randomly call him. Be like, Tony, what are you doing? You a Waffle House? Need a ride. <laughs> you need yeah. a ride? Need something? Can I you help need? you with anything? Um, we should do that still. Call random. Call randomly. Yeah. You know, somebody that had a bad race or had an exciting race, we'll call them randomly in the morning. Hopefully, we're waking them up. Yeah. That'd you be know, good. just be like, hey, you're on. So, um, sweet. How, how did you so the Xfinity race? That was exciting. <laughs> that was real. I look. I was watching. I mean, I was just getting ready to climb up and watch it. I looked down there. I'm like, holy cow! Yeah, I'm gonna get back down because it's gonna be a little while. Yeah. Um, that was uh pretty big, real big. That really reshaped the if championship. If you tuned into that race, you were like, well, that didn't take long to start exciting now stuff now. And it looked. I mean, it was just uh. Uh, a normal, you know, that could happen anytime. It wasn't like somebody just went down there and crashed somebody. I mean, I think Justin got loose, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Justin got loose and collected the 20, which collected about, what, about eight others, six others? A lot. Yeah. So, didn't get me. Luckily. Yeah. You had a you had a shot to win there near the end, or it'd be you know we did. Man. I actually you know, hung on pretty good for. Well, you had two tires, right? We took a two tire deal, and and yeah. then, you know we knew clean air would be big. We kind of ran third or fourth all day, so it was a chance to get the lead. And man, I don't know what Nemechek did on that last stop. Holy but he cow. was a freaking rocket. Hemrick got by us on four tires, but we were actually chipping away at him at the end and catching him, despite the fact yeah. that he was cheating. With his left front, which was found too low after the race, <laughs> uh, he finished second. We finished third. Nemechek just flat out wore us out. And here's the weird thing about Nemechek. Coming to the green, he had to come pit because he had loose lug nuts on the left side or he was missing lug nuts. So he comes in. He gets those lug nuts. He leaves pit road and tower. the tower says 42 has to line up where he comes off of pit road because, he's, because he has pitted multiple times. Yeah. Well, by the time everybody took the wave around, and by the time all the slow cars laid over, he was like sixth. Just to just literally, so it the, worked out perfect. The heavens parted, gave him the top. He's on four tires, yeah. and he was flat flying, which is good for him, man. Good for that kid. He uh, probably feeling a little bit of pressure given how fast Ross Chastain's been in that car. Obviously, Kyle Larson's been fast in that car. So, do you think it's uh, worth running another lap at that point to make sure the lineup's right? Oh yeah, it's always worth running an extra lap. I mean, I that. think it when it involves a when it involves a fifteenth, you know, ten anything top fifteen twenty. I mean, it sometimes they get mixed up in the back a little bit. Yeah. Um, but to me, you know, it, you got to get the positions right. Like in the Cup race, 
I, I couldn't I couldn't hear NASCAR when they said the rundown the first time. So that's when I I think I asked you right. I mean, you're the 22 in there. Yeah. I heard I heard us up high. I thought. Right. And we were up there, and we were back like four spots from that. That'd yeah. have been huge, right? Big. We would we wouldn't have, we would have finished a lot worse than where we did. So the lineup being wrong can be catastrophic. I mean, you look at the first wreck in the Xfinity race. You know that's lap one. So yeah, yeah. we know where to line up. But if that's lap if that's lap twenty five, and and sometimes man, we do get crossed up back there. If you yeah. got crossed up and you were eighth, and you should have been seventh. Guess what? Your day's over. Well, you know what restart that was? That put us on the bottom on the restart where the 17 stayed out at the top. Right. So it was worth getting where we got Absolutely. on that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, pretty pretty uneventful race, honestly. Casey's not here. TJ's here. Brett's here. Jason's here. Jason's going to be Casey. Jason's going to be Casey. Fitting. How many uh-huh. uh well, how many shows do we got left here? Four or five? Yeah, five I think. Five shows. I think we should do a Christmas special too. Well we normally so. do one in the off season. We yeah. sang a Christmas song one time. Yeah, I remember awesome. that. We did, yeah. You need to find that and bring it back. Just play it. Yeah. <laughs> play it as is. Because we did a hell of a job. Wasn't that the, the Twelve Days of yeah, Christmas? Yeah, twelve days of Christmas. NASCAR style. Yeah. I remember you took like thirty tries though. Well, that's because Probably. we're not pros. We didn't have as good a producer. So. Oh, true. <laughs> Our producer was terrible. <laughs> I watched a Whitney Houston documentary last night. Really? Man. And so the Amy she Winehouse. She sing. She's the best singer yeah. ever for that a That national anthem she did at the football, the, the yeah. Super Bowl in that like one year? One 80, of my favorites. 89, 91, 91, I think it was. So anyway. Yeah, the man, Bills were in it. So, so I watched <laughs> the Amy Winehouse documentary, and I wasn't a big fan of hers. Obviously, you know, know her music blown away by how well they did the documentary so i see this thing promoted on itunes it said whitney houston documentary by the same people and i was like i'm watching that man it's good if you got two hours killing on an airplane well two weeks it. two she weeks was we'll such have a singer oh Texas she was be a good bat one. crazy at one point she's sitting at a table on this video whitney whitney and her huh? dad called her nippy so she's sitting there she's sitting there at the table Talking to herself, going back and forth. Whitney, da 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 da. Okay, Nippy, da da. She's talking back and forth to herself, like me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, like two different people. And I was like, yeah, she she gone, she crazy. Wow, that's interesting. She has split personality, then, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it's still though. I mean, having. I mean, I was probably you know eight or nine years old when she hit the scene and then by the time I'm in middle school and high school she has blown completely up the bodyguards <laughs> oh, yeah. out you know she was a global star after that is that a chick flick yeah but it's worth watching if you're a dude <laughs> so it's like the notebook yeah I mean you almost have to watch the notebook too yeah, as and, uh, yeah she's, she, she was sing, good dog. man yeah. that girl can blow anyway let's kick it Jason alright spot on spot off Blaney Keselowski Larson and Bowman eliminated from the playoffs after Kansas TJ uh, I mean, those are some pretty heavy hitters, um, you know, spot off for, for those guys. Cause those are championship contenders. Really. They could get hot. At, like you saw Brad, Brad won three in a row. You, um, you got somebody like that and Blaney has been pretty good here lately as well. So, you know, eliminating those guys and Larson, you know, Brett's references before, if he gets to Homestead, look out, if he can ever make it to Homestead, we're all in trouble. Um, but he seems to have trouble getting to that point where he, you know, he just seems to have trouble in the, the first third of the chase. Really, yeah. honestly, he seems just seems seems to struggle. So, yeah, yeah. Um, strong all year. Then the chase starts, and it's kind of like, okay, it takes him a little bit to get rolling. But when he figures that out, he's going to be really tough to beat. This this really shouldn't have been that hard of a round to advance. I mean, you know, you look at Clint Boyer, and we DNF'd 
at Dover. Mm-hmm. We did not finish the race. Came back, had a great weekend at Talladega, which put us in position to do what we did yesterday, thanks to a lot of stage points across those three races. Clint's in. And but a when bit you of look luck. At, you look at Blaney mm-hmm. and Keselowski, I mean, they, they stepped on their foot big time at Talladega. Keselowski especially had the tire issue, had the fuel yeah. issue. Blaney had the fuel issue. Blaney yesterday contending to win the race, pushing the envelope, hits the wall running second, proceeds to lose lose some spots. If he doesn't hit the wall, man, you know, I don't know what may or may not happen there. But regardless – Here's my only here's my man. I love the playoff. I like the fact that we're 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 making teams relevant. Here's my two downsides with it. Number one, if you're not in the playoff, it's really really hard to get coverage, and and that's important to sponsors. But number two, I spoke to multiple fans last night, and they said to me point blank, I was in the stands, I couldn't keep up with who was in and who was out mathematically. I couldn't figure it out. And I said, well, we actually have a, a tool called a fan vision that helps us do that. Yeah. And the fans that I spoke to, multiple people, said, well, we don't have fan visions. And we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know who was in, who was out. Mm-hmm. We're listening to MRN. We're listening to the team radios. Some people like, you know, me, I was talking about it. Clint, hey, you're in by five. You're in by three. You know, whatever. But I think that's a real challenge to our sport. Because if our fans that have paid 125 ish dollars to sit there don't know what the score of the game is and who's in and who's out, man, that's yeah. that's a struggle. So I don't know how we graphically display that during these chase races, but we got to solve that problem. I honestly think it's too complex. There's too it's too complex right now to figure out. You know, it's I don't know. Maybe we need to simplify it a little bit where you don't get. Um, you know, as many stage points or something, just something simpler to figure out. Um, it used to be, you know, 180 points for a win or something like that, right? Yeah. And, and uh, five points for a leading lap, five points for leading the most laps, something like that. And it was pretty easy to figure out. Yeah. But even I have to ask, like, I wasn't sure either. You know, I have to ask somebody, because um, the last thing I need to be on the roof is sitting there figuring out, you know. Of course, uh, we don't have time for that. Yeah, yeah. And it's better to, you know, I was asking too. And they were updating me on what was going on because I, I wasn't really concerned about myself at that point. But I need, I wanted to know who was racing. I didn't know how hard guys were going to race each other because they needed an extra point, and that's where potentially something could happen. Yeah. So you want to be aware of that. DeKalb was on Clint's car yesterday, and one of the ladies that I spoke with last night, Nicole, a uh, big big part of the reason why that DeKalb was on that car. Farmers are obviously a big supporters of DeKalb, so. A lot of those folks who were sponsoring Clint were like, is he in? Is he out? Is he in? Is he out? Like, so for me, if our sponsors are there, if our fans are there, if TJ and I are having to ask, like, there has to be a way yeah. to, if we, if we can't choose to simplify it on the track, we need a graphic that stays up on a big screen that throughout the whole race shows the playoff mm-hmm. score so that there's no way they don't not know. They got to yeah. know. You know, sometimes I almost feel like it's, it needs to come down to uh, you know, if you win, you're in. But you know, you know, beat these other guys. You're the you're the last one out. You're out. Yeah. You know, maybe um, maybe a little bonus, maybe five, ten points for the pole, something like that. Le- winning the race, you get a little bit of a bonus, but maybe something like, you know, if you're out, you're out. So as for, as for these guys, man, spot on for them. You know, I know it sucks that they're they're out, but they made the playoff. They made uh, made it through the first round. You know, you look at Bowman. Bowman may be a little bit of a surprise here 
uh, in terms of, of how far he made it, man. I mean, he, he did better than Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, Bowman's had a successful season. Bowman's had a great season. And honestly, he was probably the best running car until until Chase got his win. Um, Chase got hot. Chase got hot. And, uh, great pit call at Dover to get him up front. He held on there just for, you know, he didn't have to do, you know, he didn't have to do it for, you know, 50 laps or whatever. But yeah. you put him, you know, he got track position and, and made it work. So, yeah. and. Things kind of went his this way once again. Once again, the four <laughs> took care took care of himself again, and kind of crazy, man. You know when I heard it, I didn't. Even, I wasn't even shocked yeah. when I heard it. When I heard them call him, um, and I, I'm instantly looking like, okay, he could have had a ten win season, probably. Yeah, gave away Dover, Dover gave away this week, this week, and there's been there's been a handful more. And that's the thing. You know, Chase Elliott's won three races in the last 11 weeks. Good for him, man. Uh, Dover, didn't see him all day. You know, top six, top seven guy. That's luck when you win with a seventh fastest car. Yeah. Yesterday, he had a fast enough car. He drove. He was in contention to win, but without Harvick's problem, probably doesn't win. But but he's he's back fast. I mean, we said on the show, mm -hmm. you weren't here. You know, he can, might have been on a race the four at that point. I'm they, not sure. It may have been. They said, can Chase Elliott win a championship? And Freddie and I agreed. No, not yet. He ain't fast enough. Well, yesterday he was fast enough. He's getting to be fast enough right now. And I'll we said that. early, we said on the show, I don't remember if I said it or you said it, once he wins a race, he's going to win a bunch of races. Yeah. And that's what's happened. You know, it doesn't, sometimes you rather be lucky than good because sometimes they fall and, you know, things happen. And uh, it's like you when know. you inherit the lead, you don't have as much pressure as you do to go yeah. up there and take the lead. Yeah. So. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. One Chevy in the Cup Series round of eight. Brett. Man. Surprised. You know, I think they're like five Fords, two Toyotas, and uh, and, and one Chevy. That Chevy being Chase Elliott, who I would have said a few weeks ago isn't a contender. So, spot on for the way. If we wanted a Chevy in there, it's got to be Chase Elliott because he's a guy that we're considered, considered to be the heir of the throne of the most popular driver. So if he's our new version of, of you know, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, then sure. hey, he's he's the Chevy we want in there. And he's hot right now, too. He is hot. Um, he's real I hot. I got to say, spot on to um for Ford. How tall is he? Who? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I got to say, spot on for Ford because, you know, that's not – um, with the way the bodies were and stuff, they, you know, I didn't, uh, I, I think it's great to get five cars in there. Um, five of the top eight is pretty, pretty, pretty successful. Um, especially with a new car coming next year as well. This is a strong way to end, you know, this car. Um, I don't think so. I want a new car. I think I'm good with this. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, you know, spot on for them, but, um, you know, I I, I got to give a shout out to Doug Yates too. I mean, obviously yeah. our, our horsepower oh, yeah. is second to none. Yeah, those guys. That is a uh, first class organization and how they do things and how it's ran. Um, I've uh, got to see a little bit of it. Just uh, you know how they how they run things and it is so neat and so organized. It's very impressive. Like it is. Doug Yates has. Oh my gosh, this place is awesome. Have you been in the shop? Yeah, it's so it's awesome, cool. yeah. man. It is so neat. Yeah. Um, and you can literally lick the floor and not get one grit of sand on your tongue. I'm a very neat and organized person. Like, if you open up a drawer in my house, if there's like, if all the pens are over here and there's one over here, I'm I'm freaking out. Like, I, it's got to go back OCD over here. OCD is what that's called. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the way that place is, though. It is. It's organized. Everything's tore down. This cart here is getting for these this motor getting ready to be put together. Everything's laid out right. There. I could 
we could probably do it. No, nah, I could. Well, if they, <laughs> I could watch you do it. So they could probably show us this is the way we want, this is what we want you to do. Right. You only do that part. Right. You don't do this other part. You yeah. only assemble this part right here. This this little section right here. Yeah. Then you send it on to the next guy. Right. The next guy got has got his little cart laid out of all his stuff he's putting on there, and then it goes to the next guy. And it's really neat how they do it. He's done a great job with that place. And, and when they dyno them, man, it's so cool. You got this engine is. sitting in the middle of a room. And it's the room about the size of this one. You know, it's not a big room. It's like a 15 yeah. by 15 room. And they throttle that thing up. Like it's, I mean, they've got a throttle right there at a computer. Yeah. And you just watch the header and everything just start glowing. You know, 1,200 degrees, I think. Yeah, you, you'd be um, pretty surprised. It's, you know, what it's it's, all, it's And it sound. simulates a race, man. Like they got the ability to simulate banking and, and you know, shaking the motor. Like mm. it, it is unbelievable, the they, technology. Uh, they, they've came a long way. It's awesome. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. Seven car triggers the major pileup among championship contenders on lap one of the Xfinity race. TJ. Well, spot on because I wouldn't cause it and I wasn't in it. Um, but, you know, kind of spot off, though. I want to see a good race with a um, with all the guys out there. It was going to be a great race with Chris Bell running the top, probably. Some guys working the bottom or middle. Um, is that the race where he did the slide job on Eric Jones? Is oh, that back the track? In, yeah, back in the yeah, spring. Yeah, that was awesome. They don't, so, they don't run there in the spring. Or maybe it was last fall. It might have been last. No, yeah. could, then they cup drivers couldn't run. Last fall they could. This is the okay. first year where they can't well, do that. Well, I, I was, a, you know, kind of building up for another finish like that, and mm. I thought I think it would have been a great finish. There's a lot of strong cars in that wreck, so um, you kind of weeded out half the front of the, you know, the half of the top ten right there in that wreck. Um, it, I was excited to see guys try to pass guys. It was a tough place to pass. You had to work Very to pass tough. somebody. So I was looking forward to that, and that kind of eliminated a lot of that. We saw John Hunter and, and Daniel Hemrick race each other clean and really hard. Not That was a great race. Uh, I wanted to see more of that, and it kind of took that away, but um, it's part of it. Elliot Sadler came into this race, first guy out, fifth in points. And we may have the points lead by the time they get done finding Daniel Hemrick for cheating. <laughs> so... For me, I'm spot on because Justin Allgaier and Christopher Bell almost had a bye to get to the next round. Christopher Bell was in this wreck. He didn't make a single lap, and he's still fourth in points and still in the Homestead Final Four as of today. That's how big their cushion was. And Justin Allgaier, by getting loose, going up the hill, wrecking a lot of fast cars, including Austin Sendrick, who was extremely fast in mm -hmm. practice, not saying he was going to be fast during the race, but that kid probably was going to have the best day of his career given how fast he yeah, was in practice. the chance was there. When Justin Algar makes this mistake, for whatever reason, whether he got loose or the 20 side drafted him got him loose, I, didn't, I haven't seen a replay. But when all that happened, it just helped Elliot Sadler. So I'm selfish. I'm going to say spot on. How about how many cars came flying into that wreck late? Did you see that? It's like you guys, there's smoke up there. Lift. Yeah. Don't look for a car to hit him. It sucks, Lift. man. When you're a spotter and you say spin in front of you, and then you start navigating, helping them navigate through the wreck. Sometimes speeding up you, is an option. And you look back and you're like, this dumbass didn't listen. Yeah, that's exactly He's coming it. through here wide. Good luck, bud. I hope you hit something. Congratulations. <laughs> but like an Elliott situation, I said, spin in front of you. They're all washing up. Get to the bottom and hurry. Because you don't know if they're going to bounce back down and have that ricochet factor. Yeah. And Elliot actually came out of the radio and said, man, I got so low, I think I might have hit my splitter on the apron, yada, yada, yada. 
But for for me, that was a wreck where I am saying, hurry, hurry, hurry. When it's right but in I'm front not of you, going toward the wreck. When it's right in front of you, that's your escape route. You you kind of stay in it till you clear it. But when they start coming back down, they were there was cars getting hit off of turn two still. And that wreck started in the middle one too. But the problem is, TJ, you know this and I know this. Well, there are I know, spotters I know. up there in that series that have like the, these teams want to pay, you know, peanuts. And when you <laughs> pay peanuts, you usually get monkeys working for you. And some of the spotters in that race aren't cal aren't a high caliber of spotter. Like I mean, TJ and I have spotted thousands of races. Some of these guys are up there without a push to talk. Again, it's lap one. So all these guys that are starting parking, they have spotters that have never even spotted. I mean, Jason, it would literally be like me handing you a radio right. and say, hey, yeah. Jason, hey, you're going to spot for Jeff Green today. Have fun. All right. And you say, uh, where do I go? That's what kind yeah, of person yeah. is up there in these situations, right? It's true, yeah. I mean, it, it's – and that's why they run in there. You know, nothing against that. That guy shouldn't be up there. No. You know, he shouldn't be there. It's not fair to say he's not good. He shouldn't – it's somebody that said, he's probably nervous. Probably – you know, he's nervous. Um He's not planning on having to navigate through a wreck. Not a 15-car pileup in turn two on the first <laughs> lap. Um, you know, it, and I get it. You know, once you get singled out, majority of the time it is fairly safe. But look at that. Did you watch the Arca race? No. So the leader is leading the race. Sheldon Creed, he's leading the race, running the high side. He comes off turn four. The guy coming up off the bottom has, like, no clue he's coming. And he hits him in the door, like, hard. It spins him out. It hits him so hard. It spins the guy out on the inside. It hits him so hard. Rips a big hole in his door. It's like this racetrack is plenty wide enough for two cars to come off the corner, especially when one's 20 mile an hour off the oh, pace. And the guy's running the wall. I mean, it's pretty obvious. He need, he needs, uh, you know, eight, ten feet by the wall. And that's all he needs. You right. can let him go. Yeah. But when you come up there and do that, um, like it it's just shouldn't happen. You know, spotting and, is a game of information. But hey, hey, man, these team owners just think of all the money they save by putting that free spotter up there. That spotter they paid a hundred yeah. bucks to. Look at all that money they save for that car they tore up. Congratulations, yeah. great business move. <laughs> spot on, spot off. Adam Stern reports that NASCAR is considering hosting a race in Australia. Brett. Oh hi, matey. You can't spot off this Australia. You can't spot Australia, off this. They they like beer. I go to Australia. Yeah. I don't like leaving America, though. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't have any plans leaving America on my time. But if we're going to Australia, when 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 is summertime down there? What month is that? Oh, it's, it's opposite of us. So in the winter, it's the summer. Yeah, we'd, be, we'd need to be going over there like right now. Okay. All right. I'm, how hot is it down there? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's turning into summer. So I, mean, I don't want to go paradise. if it's real hot. I don't think it's really hot. I think it's, I think it's just right. I mean, Aussies are fun people. I party with some in Aspen I've been, one time. I've been there where they run this race. You have been there. I've yeah. been to Surface Paradise. Yeah, uh, it's a street course, which, and um, so I, I was a little bit. I was watching the you V8 Junior went right. We yeah, we went over there, and I I was watching V8 Supercar qualifying, and they have a a chicane section where it's like two chicanes in a row. It's like a a left, a right, a left, and a right. So it's like, yeah. and they they hop the curbs too, and they have a um a system. Um, they do a top ten shootout for qualifying, kind of like we do. Yeah. Um, and it pops up on the on the screen. It says curb curb penalty. Your your lap doesn't count. You come right in. You don't even finish your lap. And it says right on there. None of them like all oh, the drivers are like I'm sorry guys. You know that if they jump the curb too much and try to cut the course, it gives them a penalty. Right. And if they do it during the race, it's like a, a time penalty 
Um, like 30 seconds or something. Or so, yeah, it's probably, I don't think it's that severe. It's like 10 yeah. or something like yeah. that. But enough that you don't want to do it. Right. But those guys, and you don't ever hear anybody, they're not, every radio they played, as soon as they, think, they went to the in-car and talked to the guy, the guy's like, I'm sorry, guys, I just met, you know, I did it, blah, blah, blah. There's no, you know, ah, they don't kind of argue against the system. Right. You know, they just know it. You, you, it's right. You know, you got the penalty, but. As far as like the cup cars, they um, did you see the cup car run around the track? No. So um, Scott McLaughlin, um, a Penske driver over there, they they took a couple year old cup car and they did a showcase for it. They did a few laps over there. You didn't see that? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, he drove it around that track a couple times over the weekend. Just did like a little five lap deal for the fans there. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, it was pretty neat. So um, so for us, man, like I mean, that's a matter of putting cars in containers and pit yeah. boxes in containers and putting all that stuff. On a great big ship. So, I mean, this is something that teams would have to set up the car and and have multiple things. There's going to be some pretty big expenses, but there may be some big opportunity for sponsorship. But, I mean, we're talking we'd have to have our stuff two months in advance. But, I mean, if you you knew it was in the end, near near the end of the season, the last quarter of the season, I I think it could be done. And it's a great area too, man. Here's my only thing, TJ. If we're going to go over there – if we're going to take the time and take the energy and take the big expense, because it's going to be expensive, I want it to be a points race. I want it to be a sure. race that matters. I don't want to go over there and do an exhibition race like what they did in Japan. Yeah, no. We, uh, I just go and race. If we're Count going, it. Make it let's serious. make it matter. Serious. Yeah, I'm serious. So that race they ran, they ran two races, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. I'm, I'm fine even doing that, yep. you know? Yeah, double-headed. Um, Hell, if we're going that far, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yep. So it started downpouring in the second race. And I mean downpouring, like going down 77, people stopped downpouring. Right. Um, and they called the race and just didn't count it. Because it was unsafe conditions, not fair. I mean, they just canceled the race. Right. And there was a couple people that were upset by it. But, um, I I mean, that was kind of, to me, we would never do that. Hey, we're always talking about on this show how Homestead does not need to be the final race every year. That it it gives guys like Truex, like Larson, like Harvick a pretty damn good advantage. Yeah. Let's go somewhere like this nobody's ever been. It's a new challenge. It's unique. These are the 40 best race car drivers in the world. Yeah. We say, let's find out. Let's go there and do the championship. Yeah, I'm fine with that. People yeah. in America would fly there to do that. Yeah. Our, our hardcore fans, they got a big fan base there. Like, let's do something. Let's get some momentum back. There's enough tracks in America and around, and around the world that, you know, we could do something like that almost every year. Yeah. You know, I want to run Homestead, but it doesn't need to be the final race every year. You know, absolutely, it, it definitely not. caters to a certain group of drivers. You know, I keep hearing in 2020, and I don't know why it's 2020. Maybe that's when the agreements are up with some of these tracks and stuff. But I keep hearing there's an opportunity for a lot of good changes for us mm-hmm. on the schedule. And and man, let's do it. Yeah, why I'm, are we waiting two years? Let's I'm go. Evergreen, Nashville, uh, Surfers Paradise, Circuit of Americas. Let's go. Got to be a Canada, too. Go to Canada. Let's go to that new one they got. They runs that big late mall races. Yeah. Let's go They're there. paying a million dollars to win a late mall race in a couple of years. Did you know that? Oh, that's crazy. I think, right? You know I what I'm talking no about? Idea. The Jucasa place, that new racetrack. Or Canada, in Canada. Yeah. It's like in Ontario. It's not far from Buffalo, really. Interesting. Yeah. It's like they had a big late mall race this year. Next year, it's like going up even more than in two years. It's going to be like a million dollars. You know how many late models you're going to get for a million dollars? I might go. Yeah. yeah. Spill one. Yeah. Let's go podcast I mean, sponsor the car yeah, yeah. let's go yeah jason's in it <laughs> i'll drive <laughs> the mini cooper to yeah. get there <laughs> <laughs> all right let's take a break 
This is your Exalta Race Center update. I'm Matthew Dillner. A first lap crash took out many playoff contenders in Saturday's Xfinity Series race. That set up a duel between young guns Daniel Hemrick and John Hunter Nemechek. Nemechek grabbed the top spot from Hemrick on a late race restart and went on to score his first career Xfinity Series win. Elliott Sadler was Junior Motorsports' top finisher with a third-place effort. It was Elimination Sunday at Kansas for the Cup Boys. Four drivers, Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, and Alex Bowman were axed from the playoffs at the end of the race. Chase Elliott scored his third win of 2018 over a charging Kyle Busch. Those two drivers, plus Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., Clint Boyer, Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, and Eric Amarola all advanced to the round of eight. Junior Motorsports late model drivers rolled up their sleeves for the fall brawl at Hickory Motor Speedway on Saturday night. Josh Berry got the pole and opted to start from the rear for a potential $1,000 bonus. Well, Berry drove to the front and cashed in, scoring the W. JRM teammate Sam Mayer finished second, making it a 1-2 night at the historic North Carolina Oval. While the Xfinity Series gets a one-week break, the Truck and Cup Series hit the paperclip this weekend, short tracking, at Martinsville Speedway in Virginia. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint partner of NASCAR, developing, manufacturing, and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications. For more on Exalta, please visit ExaltaCS.com. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. All right, we're back. Let's go into Fast Lane, where I'm going to give three topics pertaining to racing and one that's off the wall. Brett and TJ will each have 30 seconds to respond. Okay, go. First one up. Jimmy Johnson and Denny Hamlin have both won a race in every year of their cup careers, but are in jeopardy of losing that streak in 2018. Will either win one of the final four races, Brett? Man, it's going to be really hard, you know, and I, and I say that because these, these eight guys that are in this playoff are really going to turn up and they're going to be hard to beat. You know, there's certainly these drivers are capable of winning, but I, I don't I don't see them winning. I don't see them either one of those guys having enough speed to go out and, and win the race. And, and I mean, I guess Ricky Rudd still owns the streak for the longest career of, of a win every year. I don't know. Uh, Jimmy's been doing this a long time, so he may be getting close, but that's a big feather in your cap to say you've won a cup race every year of your career. Yeah, that's pretty big. Um <clears throat> My answer is no, because you're both working for uh, – you both drive for teams that have cars still in the chase. The focus has now – majority of the focus now switches to the cars racing for the championship. So, um, you know, that not saying they can't. If things could go right, they're both fully capable of winning. But the guys that we have left in this championship are uh, – I feel like we're going to – the top eight are going to dominate the next four weeks. It's all, TJ made a great point here. It's all hands on deck for those teams. You know, for Stuart Haas, we have multiple teams in it. So there's not a lot of things that we'll do differently from what we've been doing all season. But when you look at Penske and when you look at Gibbs, they're going to put their best crew guys, their best pit crew guys on that pit crew. They're going to put all their time and effort at the shop 
into that car. It's going to get fluffed and buffed. If you've got wind tunnel time, guess which car is going? That car, not your car. So it is literally, from a manufacturer standpoint and a team perspective, TJ's right. The, the, the 18 is going to get more love than the 11, and the 9 is going to get more love than the 48. Do you think that hurts SHR if they have those four cars? I'll put all their efforts into those four while Gibbs has one car to... You know, I, I know... Hasn't heard them all year. No. <laughs> I, I know that, that one particular team has a homestead car, and I'm not going to say which organization it's with, but they have a homestead car that they've been really massaging on and, and running through this Hawkeye system and going to the wind tunnel, and it's because they're confident they're going to make it to homestead, obviously. So, I wonder who that is. So, four. So, so, <laughs> so, so when you look at Kyle Busch, and when you look at Kevin Harvick, uh, just from a mathematical standpoint, it's very likely they're going to Homestead. So we are worried about Martinsville, Texas, mm-hmm. and Phoenix. Not that they're not, but they're able to say, we're kind of one up on everybody else. We can really already start working on that Homestead mm-hmm. car a little more than everybody else. So it uh, it definitely changes the game, man, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's going to be tough to get there, but it's, um, yeah, that's... It's going to be tough. Yeah. The points have reset for the third round before the championship four is decided. Do the top three deserve this big of a cushion into this round? Kyle Busch is up 40, Harvick's up 39, and Truex is up 23. TJ. Uh, my opinion, no. This is what I was talking about earlier when maybe we need to sim- we need to simplify the system mm-hmm. a little bit. These guys have basically built a one-race cushion. You know, they can, they can basically take a race off almost and um you know 39 40 is not quite a race off you wouldn't want to do that but it's comfortable we went into this last race 39 ahead and after halfway we were pretty much locked in um so i i don't i watched um truex really didn't even mash the button until you know blaney was looking pretty strong there near the end and then you know he's like okay well it's closer than i want to be i'm gonna go now because he didn't ride around the top TJ's right. The answer is hell no. You know, if if the Red Sox go out in game one of the World Series and score ten runs and only need four, they don't get to carry six runs over Mm -hmm. to the next game. There's not ever been a sport that allows you to take advantage of something that happened months and months ago. Those guys deserve the cushion and the points that they carry into that round one of the playoff. They've accumulated that all season. But when we get into round two and round three, there's no reason these guys should have this big of a lead. Even the Xfinity Series, Christopher Bell wrecked on lap one of the race. Matt Tiff ran top five. And Matt Tift is still out of the points. There's no way Christopher Bell deserves to be locked into the Final Four at Homestead as of today. No way these guys deserve this big of a yeah. cushion. Our point system is not right for this part of the, of the playoffs. It's not pressure enough. Those guys aren't going to be, uh, you know, digging that hard. They're going to be comfortable. Yeah. Oh, you got me. Go ahead. I'm not. There's not going to be. I'm holding him off. I need these points. Like, that's what we need. That's what we want. That's what this system's supposed to bring. Not the, I'm good. Go ahead. I'm these good, these top two are, are obviously fast. If they don't have a major screw-up like what Algar did on Saturday in Kansas, they're almost mathematically guaranteed a spot. Unless TJ wins, I win, and a third winner kicks that one guy out. Mm-hmm. These top two are sitting pretty. I want to see Kyle Busch, Harvick, and Truex race their tail. I want to see what them guys – I, I want to see them race. We're not really going to see them – they don't have to press. No, we're not going to see them press. We're, we're not going to see these guys run at 10 out of 10. We're going to see these guys cruise around at 7, 8 out of 10 and push a little bit harder when they have to. Chase Elliott accumulated 10 bonus points in this round alone. 
He won Dover. That's five. He won Kansas. That's five. He should get to take those 10 points into the next round. But we shouldn't have guys from the regular season still carrying these points. I mean, Truex barely made it into this round, and now he's sitting here third with a huge cushion. In what other sport does that happen? Yeah, it's, it's too much. In two of the last three fall Martinsville races, the eventual championship four has finished as the top four finishing playoff contenders. Which four drivers could finish highest Sunday and advance to Homestead? Brett. Man, I mean, this is obviously a track where Clint has to go do well. You know, when we look at the spring race, Clint and Kyle Busch were the class of the field. We got the track position. We saved our right rear tire. And, and you know, we went and, and, and held them off. Um I, I think your your highest four finishers this week are going to be Kyle. It's going to be Clint. Uh, Logano's going to be fast, and 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 we all know Kurt Busch is good there. He's won races there. Um, Kyle, I was reading some numbers this morning. Kyle has a very good finish there, a uh, very good finishing average. Harvick, Truex does not. Almirola does not. Um, Kurt doesn't have a great record there. Um, but Chase has been pretty fast here lately, and, and Joey's really good at, at Martinsville as well. So, um, you know, I got to go Kyle, Harvick, uh, Logano. You know, it's hard to – and it's toss-up to me between Elliot, Logano, and Boyer for that fourth spot. I'm good. All right. Off the wild topic, the Red Sox will play the Dodgers in the World Series beginning Tuesday. Who wins the series? If you say anybody about the Red Sox, I'm going to beep you out. Why? The Red Sox are the best. I'm tired of Boston sports teams. I'm not winning everything. You're a bandwagoner. No, I always like Boston. Oh, you lived up there. It's like Title Town. You were born up there. I was born. Well, my grandparents were from Boston and then raised as Boston. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who likes New England. Oh, I'm pulling for them now. I'm tired of Boston area teams since 2000 ish. They have dominated a lot of sports. Hockey. Baseball, they've been really good. Mm. Um, football, everything. Even even the um, Celtics have been yeah. really strong. So I want anyone to win but the Red Sox. So I am a big-time Gamecock. I know that's a surprise. This has nothing but to do with the Red our, Sox. One of our greatest baseball mm. players in our history. He won back-to-back College World Series along with the help of my buddy, Michael Roth, who was a pitcher. Jackie Bradley Jr. playing center field for the Red Sox. Let's go, Red Sox. Woo. I love yeah. that guy. I tweeted a picture of me and JBJ the other day. Yeah. See that? That was awesome. Yeah. I didn't know he was South Carolina. Holla. Go, Cox. Uh, let's, let's go, go Tex. Let's so my go, mom, Dodgers. My mom broke her hip, right? And, uh, you know, she's, she's 77 years old. Had a lot of health issues, you know, in her life. She's 17 she's, when your sister was born. Then. She was. <laughs> Holla, what was you doing? You were 17. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, she, you know, my, my dad passed away when I was really young, and she remarried. And uh, this guy's name's Roy. He's awesome. Takes great care of her. And I'm like, Roy, I want to know everything going on. You give me awesome updates. Like, don't sugarcoat nothing. Tell me what's going on. So my text this morning. Glady had a good day yesterday. Three good meals. She did some breathing treatments. She had a great bowel movement this morning with the help of a suppository. <laughs> like, he is – I've told him to tell me everything. And this guy literally <laughs> – <Every day. laughs> tells me everything. But, Roy, thanks for the update. Mom, I'm sorry. I just told everybody you had a great bowel movement. But <laughs> – Nonetheless, I'm just glad she's still here kicking it, man. She's yeah. a fighter. Yeah. Love her to death. Getting healthy and, and back in action. <laughs> she's a big listener, too. That's good. 
Yeah, she's a listener. Yeah, she might kill me. Yeah, that's <laughs> thanks. Uh, thanks, Roy. Good job, Roy. Roy is doing a great yeah. job. Oh. All right, ask DBC. That was funny. Producer Jason chose a few hashtag SDBC questions to ask you guys here you just today. Just reference yourself. Yeah, I love doing that. I talk in third person all the time. Just say I. Yeah. I it's mean, more fun to be like third you person. You don't want it. credit for it? I did it. It was me. These are my questions. God, I like Jason White. Who's that? <laughs> Never mind. First one. X <laughs> at X Sailor Dan 86 asks... Not thrilled with Kansas having a playoff race, much less a cutoff race. What track would you insert into the playoffs? What tracks would be best for cutoff races? Man, from an excitement standpoint, it's those damn wild card races. It's the Roval. You know, yeah. it's it's Talladega. You know, uh, th- those are the ones. We don't have a wild card in this round either. And this that's race was actually exciting for a few people. But, like, yeah. the yeah. point difference, the point buffers that some had – made this race the way it was. Yeah. So I talked to somebody else last night, and they said on television the race was Roy? boring. <laughs> the race was boring, but if you were into the championship battle, there was enough playing out there to keep mm-hmm. your you know your mind occupied and your intensity up. So I, I think Sailor Dan, his probably his guy, didn't make it to this round. You know, he's probably a little bit biased here, but Kansas is a great racetrack. You know, I – I, again, I would never have the chase be the same 10 tracks in the same order ever if I were running this this series. I think since I've been working in racing, the last four races have been Texas, or last three have been Texas, Phoenix, Homestead. And that it's and that's been 14 years Long now, maybe. Time, it's been 14 years almost. Long um, time. Yeah. So Ford keeps stepping up to sponsor Champions Week at Homestead. And that kind of has, has, I guess concreted them into that particular weekend. But you know what, man? Go sponsor Ford Champions Week somewhere else. There's got to be an opportunity for us to not... This this 10-race schedule is pretty stagnant. Yeah. Move them around. Jeff Gluck mentioned that the first round of the playoffs was three new tracks this year, three different ones, and this round was pretty much the same thing, so it kind of felt a little stale compared to... Yeah, we started in Vegas, which is cool. We used to Mm. start in Chicago. Used to start in New Hampshire before Mm. that. But nonetheless, man, next year... Those were exciting, though. The beginning of it, wasn't it? Shake, yeah. it, shake yeah. them all up. Yeah. Just shake them up every year. Yeah. Who cares if it's cold somewhere? People in Green Bay go sit in the stands with it snowing to watch their sports It's cold this weekend. People who want to go watch sports are going to go watch sports. Except last fall, Martinsville was really cold. Guess what? People still went and watched. I was there. I was My buddies were camping out. They were freaking building fires. They were drinking moonshine. Was that not a good race? It was exciting at the end. Exactly. The first half, I was like thinking about how cold it was. It's 500 laps, man. Well, you yeah. work, then you won't be Sports cold. Sports fans are still going to come out. It's easier to go when it's cold than it is when it's 120 degrees in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. True. At Kathy underscore Oaks asks, last week Brett said he didn't think Chase was championship ready. Do you think he could be finding momentum at the right time? I mean, yeah, I already addressed that. I think uh, he's had speed, but it's been top 10 speed. Mm-hmm. And in order to be championship ready, you got to have top five speed. And yesterday he had top five speed. So I think that he won over out of right place, right time. He, he wasn't in the top four at any point in that day that I really remember when we were out there running our butts off for – 400 laps, you know, and, and so when you look at his win yesterday, he inherited the lead because of a penalty and did a phenomenal job. So, yeah, I mean, he's definitely finding it at the right time. The question is, can he pull it together in these next three tracks? Because it he, he's he's barely in, 
with this new points thing, even though he's the hottest guy right now and he deserves the most bonus points going into this particular round, he doesn't have that luxury. He's barely in. He's three points ahead of Clint Boyer, who's going to run well at Marchville and who's going to run well at Phoenix. So the pressure's on those guys to step it up. Yeah, I don't – yeah. I mean, getting hot is never a bad thing. No. But it only takes it only takes one mistake, one one accident to happen to to really knock all the wind out of your sails too. So, um, you know, Chase is riding, you know, doing good right now and um but it, you know, you never know. This round you can't afford a mechanical failure. You can't afford a loose wheel. You can't afford a crash because you're not racing enough people to be able to make up that point differential. The four people that have smooth races are going to launch. Poof. If you have a bad one, it's, hey, you're at the bottom and you're in a must-win situation like Blaney found himself in yesterday and like Larson did. At P. Schmitz, 1988, asks, with SHR having all four cars in the round of eight, is this as impressive or more than Roush having all five cars in the 2005 chase? I don't I don't remember how all those five cars got there. Um, it just, there's, there's a lot of luck involved in this as well. Like, we went to the Roval. There was at points where you weren't in after the Roval during that race. There was a couple points there where you weren't in. Yeah, you were on the line. Um, you know, we had the big wreck at Dover. You know, Eric, the 40 run runs out of gas uh, at Talladega and the 10 wins. That's a big wild card right there. Um, I personally like to see that him get in there because I feel like we're we're better than him. So that's, you know what I mean? I feel like we can beat him more consistent. But um yeah I, I there was a lot of luck there was um I, I i have to go back and look at the 2005 chase but getting five cars in a chase is pretty good i'll have to say this i believe 2005 is when we still only let 10 teams yeah, in yeah and 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 so let me tell you something man it was hard to be in those top 10 oh, so yeah. for roush back then to have five cars in the chase that was only 10 teams is a big deal and here's the other thing they didn't win and get in back then either. They had to legitimately earn enough Run points good. to get in. Yeah. So I would say it's more impressive as to what Roush did with five cars in 2005 than what we've been able to do. Because to, to TJ's point, you know, if Eric doesn't win Talladega, is he in or out right now? We don't know the answer to that question, and it doesn't matter because he's in. But there's a lot of variables that can kind of give you the, hey, congratulations, you're in thing. I mean, we watched Chris Buescher get in. On a win, you know, two years ago on fuel mileage at Pocono, we watched Austin Dillon lead half a lap, maybe all year, and he's in. So I, I think there a little yeah. bit more luck comes into play now to make the chase because winning, you're in. And also, we take 16 teams. Yeah, it's a, yeah we take 16 now. And also, um, the point system back then, you had to run consistent every week. You couldn't, you couldn't win two stages, then run like, you know, finish 15th at the end. You got them stage points, so you're still up there. Um, you couldn't do that then. So I think getting five of the ten cars in back then is pretty impressive. You mean they didn't have stages in 2005? Negative. They've always had stages. Were nah. you born? No. Nah. 2006. Nah. I, man, I like the stages. I think that we've sensed, as as race teams, we've learned how to manage these stages and how to, how to really strategize for the stages. So I think we're seeing maybe a, a little less intensity at the end of them because we're all racing smarter to play up to that stage. I mean, we're treating it like – Three races yesterday, an 80-lap race, another 75-lap race, and then 102 laps to finish till the end. So, I mean, teams are teams are getting smarter. Drivers are getting smarter. All that matters. Got anything to rant about? I got something I want to say real quick. Last week, Talladega, 
we know the Fords dominated. We know that Stuart Haas dominated even among the Fords. But to have fans tweet me, and maybe some of them tweeted TJ, saying that we rigged the race, they're not watching anymore <laughs> because they can't believe what, what happened. Let me explain something to y'all. Number one, it was amazing what happened. You may not ever see it again. Number two, if your team didn't contend to win, send them a tweet and tell them they need to get faster and be able to come up there and run on the right side of my car. Don't tell me what we did ruins racing because it doesn't. That was something really, really special where you see a manufacturer that's really good, and then within that manufacturer, one organization that's even better, and that is because of hard work. That wasn't the four greatest drivers up there in Talladega doing their thing and being great. That was guys that built the engines, built the cars. You tell your teams to work harder if they want to run beside a Stuart Haas racing because that's what it really comes down to. Don't be coming at me with a whole, oh, you guys messing up tab plate racing. I'm never going back to Talladega. Whatever. All right. All right. So we had a lot of people send in some reviews. Yeah, I saw them. So I picked the three that I thought were pretty interesting. But there was a lot of people that left reviews but didn't tweet them to me. So they didn't really enter into the, to the hat. hat. Thing. But these three were, yeah, these I are pretty good. pretty good ones. They did? Only like six of them said Brett sucks. But hey, I don't care. <laughs> six people. I'll buy a t-shirt with their name on it. I'm surprised you don't. Do you know Justin Cooper, Brett? Because no. he didn't. He says he didn't want to punch you in the face. No, I don't know him. Uh, he was nice to you. No, Jason probably picked like politically correct responses. Well, uh, there were the good ones. weren't They didn't tweet them to me. They just left them on iTunes, but didn't send it. Just send all three of these people a hat. All right, there we go. Sounds good. There's the thing. The winners are Richard Zane Allison Jr. the third. Holy <laughs> Richard Zane. <laughs> His name is Dick Zane Allison Jr. the third. Dick the third. Dicky. Is it is is Dick or Dicky short for Richard? Dick. Dick. Oh, congratulations, Dick. Uh, Justin Cooper. He's a winner. Caleb Boatwright. Three winners. Three hats. Boat rent. Shana sending them out. Shana is gonna have to be prompted. To get us three hats, and then Casey Hames and Xfinity can pay for the postage because Joe Mattis is too tight around here to pay for two dollars in shipping. And uh, me and Freddie actually did swing by and meet a couple podcast fans. Y'all did. I, I saw that thing and then I missed it. I had to go eat me a salad, man. How was that? Was that cool? It's cool. Yeah, yeah. there's just a few people in there. So, yeah. Yeah. oh gosh, Dillner's coming back. Oh, good. The guy that won't say no. We don't have DBC picks anymore. I know. TJ it's lost over. again, third consecutive yeah. year. Congratulations. <laughs> you also picked Larson this week, even though you picked That's him. That's because no one gave me the sheet. Oh, he, it's somebody else's fault. You were here, and it was on the show sheet. Ten points. This other piece, what, the other piece wasn't there then. It totally was. It didn't matter. You still I doubt lost. it. Right. I it's doubt been it. It's fun. I tell you what, uh, we'll give you it's fantasy. All luck. We'll give you fantasy advice this week okay. instead of DBC picks. Since it's I've all luck, won. man. Uh, if you want to gamble a little bit. You can go with A.J. Amendinger because this is his last chance maybe in no, his No, screw career. that. I'm looking at my deal here. That's what started my slides, that guy right there. A.J. Amendinger. <laughs> his fault. 38th at Sonoma. A.J., 38th at Sonoma. That started the downhill. What are you looking at? Choke D- City. Dillner? The guy that won't say no to Dale Jr. Excuses. Excuses. I would say a sleeper. Who would you say a sleeper is? I'd say A.J. He's not going to win. A.J. is actually very good here. He can score uh, you some points. Yeah. I would say AJ, and I'm I'm not really, um, uh, you know, I don't think this is one of Bowman's strongest tracks, but he's good at hanging around. 
Um, possibly Stenhouse too. Possibly Stenhouse. Possibly Busher. Th- those are some yeah. sleeper picks for you guys. Um, you know, Stenhouse showed that he's not afraid to move the leader <laughs> for the stage. Yeah, I'm not going to lap down. I saved majority of his race right there. Absolutely. So uh, I like that. Um, so you got to pick two non-playoff guys and two playoff guys in fantasy. You do? Yeah, that's okay. uh, work. Well, two non-guys would be AJ. It could be any of the guys that are eliminated to you at this point. AJ runs good there. He'll be 8th to 12th. And then if some, you know, if a handful of guys get it up front, that he's going to be he's going to be near the top 5. Hands he races down, smart. Hands down my non-playoff guy first on my list is Jimmy Johnson. This is one of his places where he's fast. Yeah, he's fast. My playoff guy is going to be Kyle Busch. My second playoff guy is going to be Clint Boyer. My f- my second non-playoff guy would be AJ Allmendinger. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. put these down if I'm wrong. I'm coming after you next week. Just put me in. Put it on my tab. All right. Yeah. I've never seen ten thousand dollars, so I don't know how much you're wagering on this fantasy, but it's got to be big. Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah. Where's my Where's my deal at? What deal? My my card. Well, there was a card here on the I table. Gave it to my daughter. <laughs> you owe me Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Chick-fil-A. You weren't here. Snooze, you lose. Well, if Donor didn't... Did you get Chick-fil-A out of it? I ate some... He ate things. 97 chicken minis. <laughs> you owe me Chick-fil-A. Bull Because if you didn't change the time, I would have been podcast. here. That's right. If you'd have said, no, Dell Jr., the most popular podcast records at nine, you can move yours. <laughs> yeah. Key West can wait. Your little airplane can wait. <laughs> yeah. This, you yeah. can just take us to Key West to make up for it. Live from Key West. Yeah. Oh, that would be big. TJ and I be laying in the bushes. Oh, normal clear zone. Record it. We'll start at ten o'clock. From you know, we'll. Uh, what's that one on the corner down there? The bar at the big Sloppy one. Sloppy Joe's. Oh yeah, we're recording live from Sloppy Joe's at ten o'clock <laughs> at night. <laughs> That'd, be That'd be fun. Yeah, especially with Jason there. I can't get Kendra. into a bar until February. Oh yeah, you can. What's your birthday? February you fake ID sixteen. Oh, that's right yeah. around the five hundred. Yeah, day before. Be good. February sixteenth. Twenty one years old. Are you gonna be in Daytona? Or uh, do you have a conference plan for your know. birthday? I threw up on my twenty first birthday. Imagine that. You threw up after Martinsville. <laughs> and after Michigan. Yeah, and after Michigan. <laughs> I mean I don't throw up anymore. I Uber. <laughs> you probably threw up during the roll because you're so nervous. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I drove the uh, I drove the porcelain bus on yeah. my first birthday. I think everyone pretty much does. We went to a damn strip club, a shoe show, oh, and it was one of those where you could bring your own booze. And my best friend Sean Biggins took in a fifth of slow gin, which I don't even know that I've seen it since I was twenty-one. And we proceeded to drink the whole bottle, and I don't even know if I saw a shoe, much less a show. But I was <sighs> sick, man. I mean, like, real sick. What's slow, Jen? It's red. Why do they call it slow? It's red it both times. You? Does it creep up on you? I don't know, man, but... There's nothing worse than throwing up uh, after drinking. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, that night I quit drinking for the rest of my life. It's so bad. <laughs> I worked out well for you. <laughs> I did. I was like, I'm 21. It was so good when people stopped mixing Red Bull stuff. Like, remember <sighs> there for a while... That was bad. But for some reason, when you turn 21 in the state of South Carolina, it's like a tradition that you have to vomit. State law. It is. It's like when you're born, they go, hey, congratulations, it's your birthday. 21 years from today, you're vomiting. (laughs) There's a lot of things weird about South Carolina. I agree. I mean, your sister just turned 60. 60. Yeah. 
My mom's 77. Exactly. So the math on that was pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, My mom had a great bowel movement today. Yeah. Watermelon festival. Um, all sorts of stuff, Merle man. Beach. Go Cox. Yeah. That just sounds weird. There's so many things that are just <laughs> odd, you know, just spread out about South Carolina. Yeah. I, it's a special place. It is special. We're rambling. We're sorry. Thanks yeah. to One May Financial, Exalt Studios. We'll be in Martinsville. Thanks tell, for Casey. Tell, for, tweet TJ. We'll come see, see I'll you I'll be in Martinsville. I'll come. Are you? Thanks, it. Casey, for uh, skipping us to go watch the... What, a fiance? She had a midget yeah. convention again. Uh, whatever. She likes those midgets. Her Good and Stevie Reeves. Everyone, so they made Christopher Bell so mad. He went one uh, Saturday night oh. in a midget. Wow. Yeah. Right. So, don't, don't drop your phone in between the wall this time, Jason. I'm not going to yeah. chance it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Right, so you said you're going to Martinsville? Yeah. Perfect. You driving Con- up Sunday only? Yeah. You staying yeah. at the Dutch? <laughs> What? <laughs> the, the the Dutch Inn, man. When when I the first Dutch got Inn. into racing in 1999, the Dutch Inn was as fun as any place we went on tour. Mm. And I'm talking out of everywhere that we went. You rolled in the Dutch Inn on Thursday night, and it was karaoke night. And there were pit lizards and waffle bellies <laughs> galore. It was awesome. I got in there. Like, there was cigarette smoke because oh, it was yeah. legal back then. You'd leave with lung cancer. I think my first year there was probably 2000. <laughs> Four maybe three or four. Sterling Marlin in there. Oh yeah, it was that was like the prime. Like it was in its prime back then. Like <laughs> yeah, it it was that's everybody went there. That's where you went, and uh, it was had everything. Like he said, it it had a mixture of, and it might still. It's been years since I've been there. Yeah, I don't I don't go to those. I don't frequent those places. Anymore. I don't frequent them places much at all. Yeah. Um, I actually come. I actually go back and forth in Martinsville. Yeah, every day. So me and um. Me and the most recent feature winner and Joey Meyer, we split. Um, we each take a day. Yeah. So, cool. We're gonna drive up back every day. Awesome. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for leaving reviews. Three hat winners. Casey can pay for it. All right. Yeah. We'll You're up, Casey. See ya. Holla. See ya. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.